Well, hello, hello, and welcome. We are back. It is Trucking Answers, the podcast. We come to you only through your ear hole because that's the best way to do it. And by the way, I asked, and eight out of ten people on paternity leave believe this is the best trucking podcast on the internet. So, welcome, everybody. I am Mark, your podcast host, and I'm here with Gracie, my co-host, who unfortunately is probably going to sleep through this episode. So today we're going to bring some trucking news, some automotive news, and yet another reason we are not on Mars. Did you know that we do not have a settlement yet on the Red Planet? That's true. Why? Because there's a bunch of idiots right here on this planet that stop all of our fun. So today, so today, let's talk about, um, you know, the large, we're still 34 countries. So the city with the most downloads in the United States, the metropolitan area, okay, that is Dallas-Fort Worth. Dallas-Fort Worth has the most downloads of this podcast than any other large metropolitan area in the U.S. Why is that? They love me in Texas, I guess. Uh, so we are, <laughs> we're big fans down there. And uh, that's just awesome. So Dallas-Fort Worth today on the menu and who else is on the menu chris spear my friend my good personal friend who is the head of the american trucking association and he's been all over the news lately and what is he saying well he's blibber blabbering about a big trucker shortage he goes look at the ports that's because there's a shortage of truck drivers when in fact (laughs) he doesn't show the long line of trucks waiting to get in the ports You cannot have it both ways. There can't be a shortage of drivers and a line that is eight hours long to get in of drivers. So which is it? If it was a shortage, you would think everybody that is actually going there could get right in because there's not enough drivers even coming in to get this stuff out of there. Okay, there's a lot of different factors going on here, which we're going to get into something else here in a minute that they're talking about. But um, one of them is not a shortage. And I just looked it up, and they are on track again, the government says, this year, 2021, to to issue uh, 300,000, about 300,000 new CDLs throughout this whole year, all right? They're running 27,000 or so a month at the moment of new CDLs issued. All right, where are all these people? Well, what happens is they go to a company that pays dues to Chris Spears organization, the American Trucking Association, and they get burnt out, right? They get burnt out, but news organizations, they don't check into anything, as we already know, and so they'll just parrot what he has to say out there, and what he says, well, you know, young people, that's his answer now, because he's really pushing for that. He said, you know, young people are going to be the solution to getting into, uh, getting us out of this problem. And what Papa Joe has come out and said now is the National Guard, which I love this. They ask him, would you activate the National Guard to solve this problem? He said, yes, I'm absolutely going to look into doing that. And if we need to, we'll activate the National Guard. And then later, the White House comes out and says, what? There will be no National Guard activation. So, the, which is just funny. I thought he runs a place, okay? So I think it's hilarious that the White House spokesman then come out and say, well, no, that ignore, ignore the old man over in the corner, basically is what they're saying. So I don't know. Will he activate the National Guard? I don't know what good is it's going to do. And I don't even know that it's legal. Can the National Guard haul freight in the United States? I don't think so. Okay, I think that I think that should be something Chris Spear comes out and talks about that. Hey, wait a minute. Uh, we don't have to compete with the government. 
you know, for low paying jobs. So that's something those we'd finally get people that are paid less than uh, people at some companies, especially ones based in Nashville, Tennessee. I think we know who that might be. Spear came out also. He just throws numbers out there. I think he just pulls them out of his one point three million dollar butt. He says, look. In the, you know, we need 60,000, 80,000, 90,000. He goes, oh, in 10 years, so we're going to need a million drivers. Why not just say a billion drivers or a trillion drivers? Why not, why not just make up what a, what a million? That's more currently than there are over the road drivers in the United States. So, uh, you know, although I don't know exactly what number he's talking about, he says we'll just need a million drivers. This guy has no idea, of course, what he's talking about. And as far as I know, is still legally prohibited from driving a semi on any public road in the United States. I wish the news would stop talking to this guy like he knows what he's talking about. Okay, just heads an organization where people pay him money. That's it. So the uh, vaccine mandate is now 7.9% of companies surveyed. 7.9% of what I'm seeing now, ads that say what? No vaccine mandate at our company. So companies are using this to attract drivers. I wouldn't worry that much about this. Even if it goes into effect at a 100 or more companies, you can just go work somewhere else if that's not something you want to do. That's easy to do today. Even easier as the days go by, just go pick a different place that does not care about this. When you're by yourself all week, all right, it doesn't seem like that should be that big of a problem. Certainly should be up to you, but I'm seeing ads now for this, so you can go check into these ads. A lot of places are running, and it worked the same when cameras came out, and I still see ads to this day that say no driver-facing camera at a lot of companies because they know that will help attract drivers. So between the camera and uh, this, where it's saying no uh, mandate, you're going to not have too much of a problem finding a place to go. Don't be that concerned about it. Just always be ready though. You should always have a plan being your head of where you would go because you never know what'll happen in the future, but be ready. Have something in mind that you want to do. There's a guarantee. I like I always said in trucking, I like guaranteed pay. I like to have a guarantee because then you have a floor. You know that if there's a bunch of problems that are not your fault and prevent you from making money, especially under mileage pay, because this is where you generally need a guarantee. You wouldn't need a guarantee if you got paid hourly. But uh, under mileage pay, you kind of need a guarantee. And I'll see these at a lot of companies. Sometimes it's 1000 1200 whatever it is, 1500 at some places. No matter what, even if it's just 1000 you know that if you have a bunch of problems that week, you're still going to make at least 1000 bucks. You're not going to get that $300 check and have a real problem. Well, here's an interesting one. United Road, all right, has a new guarantee out. And uh, I like United Road, right? I've done videos about the place and uh, send people over there for they haul cars, auto hauler. For every two weeks you work, it's a $2,300 guarantee, all right, and over two weeks. So you'd have to average that over two weeks. If you don't get 2300 in two weeks, they make up the difference. And if you stay there longer, that guarantee goes up. All right, so, and remember, people say, well, that's not enough money. That's 60 grand to it. Okay, I get that. The idea is you're not going to get that every week, but if there's a bunch of problems, you will. Here's my problem with their guarantee. You have to work 100 hours in two weeks to get the guarantee. Well, at least in my mind and at almost every place I see, the idea of the guarantee is if you can't work so it's something that isn't your fault. That's why you're getting a guarantee. If I could work a full two weeks, I would probably make more than the guarantee. So 
I think the way they've had this guarantee at this place set up is not a great plan. It should be if you're just available to work, not that you're working. You have to work 100 hours. That's what it says. right? If that's not what they mean, they should write things the way that they mean them, not the way that they think people will take them or however else uh, it works. But you have to work 100 hours to get the $2,300. And I'm not a huge fan of it that way. The idea is you broke down and then uh, one of the hydraulic lines break and then your lights go out and then you have other problems. You're in a motel for three days or they're waiting for some part for your truck and all that stuff adds up and then suddenly you haven't worked enough to get the guarantee but the reason you didn't work is not your fault and that's when you want the guarantee. If I could work, I wouldn't need a guarantee. So uh, hopefully they will rethink that as time goes by. Well, Universal Roadrunner, Universal Intermodal, which is part of Roadrunner, right, in Los Angeles at the ports. Some time ago, some of the drivers there got pretty upset, finally, finally, with all the waiting for free, all the sitting for free, all the being misclassified, all this other stuff that they do to drivers at the ports. And what did they say? We're going to form a more perfect union. We're going to go and unionize. And so what happens? The company is all happy about it and welcomes them with open arms. No, wait. No, they don't. They don't, do they? They hose the drivers. They interrogate. That's the word used in the lawsuit. Interrogate drivers. Force drivers out. And then once the union is formed, they fire everybody. (laughs) Two days later, rehire a bunch of new drivers. Well, guess what? You can't do that. That's illegal. (laughs) Oh, intimidation. So what has happened now is that these drivers filed a claim with the National uh, you know, uh, Labor Relations Board, NLRB. And guess what? You can't do that. All right, you guys know that, though. We all know that. The thing is, companies do it. They do it because they think they can get away with it. Well, these drivers didn't, didn't just sit around and take it. All the drivers have to be reinstated. They get all of their back pay. They get any medical bills paid that they would have had paid by their insurance company. The company has to pay that during this entire time. And they get pre-judgment statutory interest from the day the f- payments were due to them through this entire time. All, every last one of those drivers. This company is required to do this and pay them all because you can't do that to people. All right. So now they have all these drivers and they're not going to know what to do with them, presumably. They're all required to be reinstated. All their seniority is put back. The union is put back in place. Everything. Everything. The thing is, if you will just stand together, okay, even at just a cer- one single place, you can get done whatever you want. Norfolk Southern, I think it was Norfolk Southern. Boy, there we go again. That's some good work you do there, Mark. You're a real pro. Look, Norfolk Southern is uh, in a dispute with its union, and it's, a, it's called a smart union. Smart stands for uh, something. Well, about the vaccine, of course. So the union says, look, you have to renegotiate uh, this whole contract with us if you want to mandate a vaccine. And the Norfolk Southern is saying, no, we don't. It's just a minor change in uh, the contract, and so we can go to mediation over it. And so they're going to go to court to determine if they have to go to court. <laughs> or a mediation. So the thing is what this union should do. And uh, because Norfolk Southern is saying, look, 
you can't strike, you can't even pick it about this or anything. And I don't know where they get off saying that. I'll pick it about whatever I want. If I want to wear a sandwich board out in front of work, I'll do it. But either way, what these, what this place should do and what this should always have done is, okay, all these Norfolk Southern immediately should say, okay, fine. Until you, we figure this out and none of us are coming to work. You see, you don't have to provide your labor to anyone. I can't force you to come in. Remember, we had a little thing about that in the 1860s where you made people come to work. Remember that? Oh, yeah, right. You can't make people provide their labor to you. The strength right there is in all of them saying, all right, no train moves, or at least none of us that are working here are going to come in across the entire country until we figure this out. And that starts immediately, I'd say. I'd start calling everybody and get them all stopped wherever they are. All right, and say, now, you want to talk now? Because here's your strength, right? Then who are they going to get to replace everybody? Are they going to go hire four, five, ten thousand, however many people they have today? No. That's the thing of it. That's the strength. And it just has to be at one company. It doesn't have to be like people are always truck. Every truck should stop. No. When your company has some stupid rule, you all walk out simple at that place you don't need the whole industry to back you up you just need everybody there to stand up and say no this rule oh just went into effect all right well our labor just went out of effect we're not going to do any more labor for you because of that that has always been the power at any place at any place and people never realize it never utilize it and never do other things that rhyme with those words so it's kind of disappointing we'll see where uh, ns goes with that what they should do immediately is walk out every last one of them and that's how you get things changed at a company think you don't have power you don't by yourself but you do together the ford maverick in automotive news is out with its epa fuel mileage numbers so those just came out ford had said that it was going to be 40 miles to the gallon city as my chair uh, collapses here uh 40 miles per gallon city Real numbers, here's what the EPA, City 42, Highway 33 for the hybrid. All right, isn't that something? That's for, a, for a pickup truck, that's really amazing. The best any other truck could do is 24 City. That's for a F-150 hybrid, basically. So uh, 42, 33 for the hybrid. Now, remember, the hybrid can only be gotten as front-wheel drive. But uh, that shouldn't be that much of a problem. If you get the 2-liter in it, you can tow 4,000 pounds. It doesn't get near the mileage of this. Hybrids always do better in town. They're always good in town. On the highway, they do, can't do as much regen, and it's going to have to run the engine more. So you, can't, uh, you don't get the benefit of it as much. Although 33 highway is not terrible. Uh, 42 city is pretty good for the hybrid and i looked it up i thought is this thing going to be slow zero to 67.6 seconds not a barn burner not right not burning down the roads like uh nicholas cage but not bad not bad if you get the two liter with it which you can get four-wheel drive with that if you want that uh that's zero to 60 in seven seconds on the two liter and uh you'll do a lot better traction wise certainly but otherwise the thing is front drive remember that this is a front drive pickup i like a you know, a Chevy Love, uh, that kind of thing. Ford Courier, if you remember those. And uh, still you get, what, twelve or 1,300 pounds of payload capacity in it. So uh, they don't recommend towing with the hybrid, though. So if you're going to do any towing, I don't know what would you would tow, what, a couple of jet skis or something like that? Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Have you seen the new Tesla Model X? Oh, by the way, that uh, Maverick, you're looking at, you know, 
thousand to twenty nine thousand right in there. Although the twenty thousand, no cruise control even. All right, super basic. So uh, move up at least move up the list a little bit. The Model X has a yoke steering wheel. <laughs> go check one out. Go look at a picture of one. I'm holding one up now. Uh, do you see it? All right, look at the picture of it. It has a yoke, so it looks like a right, just like exactly like a yoke in an airplane. Plus, there are push button turn signals on that now also we need to get away from this all right i've only really seen this in ferrari they're big on that kind of stuff which will be a ferrari in a minute here where they have push buttons so your thumb pushes the button although on tesla it's both on one side and ferrari it's left is on the left side for your left thumb and right is on the right side of the steering wheel for your right thumb so you could turn them on and off that way that way your hand doesn't have to come off the steering wheel but i don't think you're blasting around uh, corners in a you know 5,000 pound, um, you know, SUV Model X. Anyways, yoke type steering wheel and the the tablet in the center goes from up and down to uh, side to side. It goes to horizontal now. And of course, the gear shift lever is in the tablet as well. And I think that's a real problem in that that tablet goes out for whatever reason. You can't drive your car. All right. You cannot drive the car at all because unless you can shift it, you can't drive it. Without the tablet, you're not going nowhere. So everything is in the is in that tablet. Defrost, air conditioning, but park, drive, all that, that's all in the tablet as well. And so I don't know how long it would last, years? I don't know. I don't know. It's out. It gets hot. It gets super cold in there. So depends where you live. I don't know if they've had too much problem. I do know early Model S's did have a problem with those tablets, and they actually had to change a bunch of them out. So that is uh, a real problem. I don't like the shifter in the tablet thing. I just don't like that. There was, um, have you ever heard of the Tail of the Dragon? All right, so it's 318 curves and, uh, you know, not that many miles. People, it's a 30-mile-an-hour zone, but people go down there blasting around these corners. Well, some dude, and I hate to see this, right, down there in his Ferrari 488, blasting around these corners, hits a bump, flips his Ferrari. Did you see that? So disappointing to see a supercar basically flipped over because, you know, people just doing more with their car than they can. The car's better than them, and that's unfortunate. You get a little bit on those, and uh, you've got a problem. Oh, so disappointing to see a Ferrari on its top. It's totaled. That car is finished. I uh, wouldn't want it back again, so uh, off that goes. Very disappointing to, for me to see that. I want to bring you a reason today why we are not yet on Mars. The red planet, it, we can see it in the night sky. We should be living there. We should be sending each other signals with mirrors. But we aren't. We aren't. We're stuck here. In California, in California, I don't know if you saw this story. It seems like I read about it at one point. There's a, there's a dude. It's always a dude. Remember, it's a, we're pretty stupid. Uh, so it's a dude. And... He's like, you know what? I want to want to check out some chicks today. So he goes out and says, oh, he's driving around, presumably in a van with no windows in it, and says, oh, here's a yoga festival. I bet there's some women to go look at over there. But instead of like sitting creepily in his van with the set of binoculars, he says, I need to be closer to you. I need to be closer to these women. So where can I get closer to them where I can hide and they won't see me, but I can still see them, right? What are you thinking? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? 
where you're thinking what he's thinking, which is I could hide inside the porta potties and then when they go in there to go to the bathroom, <laughs> there I am. I'm right inside the porta not in the porta potty, right? But in the tank of the porta potty. There's a lot of room in there, it turns out, uh, other than all that blue water floating around. <laughs> and he's like, I can get in one of those and then wait. And then well, here they are. Ta-da. Here I am. And um, so he does. So, of course, he does. Brilliant. Brilliant idea. And um, he gets in there. Well, it turns out some lady went in there and she saw like two eyes looking back out at her. Out of the uh, tank of the Portageon. <laughs> so she calls the police and uh, they come and arrest him. And uh, the police report suggests, in quotes, that we recovered a man, quote, covered in feces. So I wonder who got to uh, who got to take him down, down to the station in the back of their patrol car. That's the rookie. Let's get the rookie out here to uh, to take this guy down to the station and he is charged with uh, being an idiot besides many other things he should probably just stay in prison I don't think this is somebody that's probably if you're willing to do this I gotta believe this is somebody that's not really willing to change their ways I mean if you're willing to go through this uh, to uh, to uh, look at a woman um, you know I don't think like a stint in prison after a shower assumedly is going to you know, put you on the straight and narrow. Let's just uh, let's just say that. So uh, that's something that needs to be watched. <laughs> and he is uh, hopefully will not be on Mars with us because we don't want any creeps there. And that is yet another reason that we are not living on the red planet because we have to waste time with this person who is a waste of space. Waste. I said waste. That's funny considering what he did. So uh, that is pretty funny. So. All right, let's uh, hit that again. So either way, I want to thank uh, everybody for listening today to the podcast through your ear hole. And I'll be back on paternity leave soon. So uh, we're going to go head back for that. Thanks for being here. If you have any missives or anything you want to send to me, write markettruckinganswersnation.com. Let me know where you're listening, if it's another country or right here. And maybe you have a story of why we are not on Mars as well. So we'd like to hear that. We will uh, see you over on YouTube uh, where we do a lot of videos. So check it out there. Talk to you on the next podcast.